This is Pod Populi, podcast for the people. Hi, my name is Dr. Sarah Adams. I am a board-certified pediatrician, but I'm not your pediatrician. Feel free to use my podcast as helpful information, but in no way do I intend my podcast to replace the advice of your physician. Your physician knows you and is in the best position to provide medical advice. Hello, and welcome to Growing Up with Dr. Sarah. There are a lot of times where I get the question in my office, is my child ready for a cell phone? Or, Dr. Sarah, when should I get my child a cell phone? And chances are, if you're a parent who has a child entering middle school or even elementary school, the question has come up from your kid. When can I get a cell phone? And figuring out if the time is right can be overwhelming. On one hand, your child can connect with others, download educational apps, and you can monitor your child's whereabouts. But on the other hand, there's risk of predators, bullying, and sexting, I hate to even say. And these are a huge concern. So it's a tough call, parents and caregivers. Cell phones allow children to stay in contact with adults and friends, but they also give youth access to the internet, apps, and as you know, social media. During the COVID pandemic, many children worked on laptops and tablets, but cell phones are different. I will say that I think many families saw the positives in letting their children use internet-connected devices. They were able to talk and play with their friends virtually, for example, in a time when we were all so isolated. But the pandemic also showcased the downsides of more time online. Am I right? How are cell phones different than other devices? Well, mobile phones are just that. They are mobile. Children can carry them everywhere. Phones are likely to be right next to your child at the bedside, at the dinner table, car rides, or many other spaces where other devices don't typically go. Because of this, it may interrupt or push out really important activities like face-to-face conversation, homework, sports, or even sleep, to name a few. And let's face it, children and adults many times are unable to put that device down when it's time to do something else. The first thing to remember when you're taking a trip down the smartphone superhighway is to make your decision based on your child, not age or grade level. Maturity and responsibility are so important, and children develop differently. It's different for each kid. The time to start thinking about giving your child a smartphone is in that middle school or 12 years old when there's a greater need to communicate with one another about schedules and whereabouts. But what you need to keep in mind is that you need to feel that your child can handle the responsibility that comes with it. If your child is already struggling to remember their planner, homework for school, for example, then there's a strong chance a smartphone would not be too, would be, would be too much for them to handle. 
If you're not sure you have questions about your child's development and their emotional readiness, remember you can always ask your pediatrician for advice and help in deciding whether they're ready or not. Kids need to understand there's a cost to using a cell phone. I mean, we're talking about data limits, fees, for example. And not that I mean they need to outright pay for their phone, but they should be able to show ownership in other ways, like doing chores, community service. And actually, I recommend signing a contract to keep grades up. They also need to understand that there's consequences if they don't keep up with their end of the bargain. If your child ticks all the boxes for cell phone basics and responsibility, then consider their maturity level and whether they understand the importance now of cell phone safety and etiquette. Etiquette includes things like no cell phones at the dinner table, no texting in front of other people, keeping text short and sweet, and knowing that over text, People might not get the same feeling that you do in a verbal con- conversation because texts don't show emotion. They need to stop and think before they text. I also read this these questions from the American Academy of Pediatrics on things to consider before giving your child a smartphone. What would they use it for? Just saying every other kid has it is not um, a way to answer that question. What are your child's strengths or challenges that might make having a phone more difficult? I'm going to, we talked about responsibility, but I also want to talk about impulse control. Do they tend to act before they think? Do they still need your help in making good decisions? Or do you trust their judgment when they're not supervised? This becomes very important to consider once they have access to the internet, to texting, and to social media apps because they can easily say or post things that they might regret later. How would you know if your child's a responsible phone user? Well, we talked about being online and being safe and a good digital citizen, but there's some benchmarks that you can use Like, think about past experiences that your child has already had, specifically during virtual learning. I'm going to give you an example, like when they were supposed to be in Zoom classes. Were they playing video games or websites? Could they risk that temptation? Those are some good questions to consider when you're thinking about responsibility. What are some ways that they can connect with other ways that they can connect with their friends. Like you need to make sure that they have social in-person connection too, but social connection is a big driver for having a phone in those tween and teen years. They get a sense of self, but they also need a sense of community. So if you don't think your child is ready, then talk about other ways that they can connect with their friends. In addition making sure that they still have in-person social opportunities like clubs, sports. Or you could enable video chat or text messaging on like an iPad or a tablet, for example. Or allow video gaming with friends on a shared server or a safe multiplayer game that's invitation only and has private settings. American Academy of Pediatrics also wants you to ask this question. Do you have a regular way to check in? with your child about how life is going, including the digital world. If 
you don't regularly talk with your child, you need to make a new routine. We used to talk to our kids specifically when we were in car rides because we were busy. And it was kind of fun because they couldn't walk away, but you didn't have to make eye contact. You might set aside a night each week to cook together or block out some time to have a shared workout. Either way, this is very important to get informed about what's going on in their in their life and also in their digital media. Have them show you their games and their apps and read up on them when you have a chance so you know exactly what they're involved in. I'm not going to share a story about, well, maybe I will share the story. This doesn't have to do with um, media per se, although it did have to do with Um, a DVD that I let my son buy, and I didn't realize that it actually was extremely inappropriate for him at his age. Actually, I felt like it was inappropriate at any age, but that's a whole other story. Anyway, it looked like a cartoon. You're probably already starting to think, what was this? Well, I'll tell you, it was Family Guy. And I thought, Family Guy, okay, it's a cartoon, I didn't do the work that I needed to to really investigate, only to find out that after he took it home and was watching it that I was mortified. And so that's what I mean when it's very important to understand about what games, apps, videos, etc. that they're walking, that they're watching. <laughs> you really need to continue the conversation with your child about cell phone use and let them show you. Also tell them you're going to put some controls filters, timers, and other features that are available for you to limit what the children have access and how long they can be on the phone. And remember, as they show responsibility, these features can be adjusted or even turned off. Setting rules and parental controls are really critical steps to make sure the cell phone is used properly. All right, let's get back to, is it the right time for your child to have a smartphone. I want to remind you that when you're making this decision, it doesn't mean that you have to give them access to everything. You want to talk about what information they do have access, what the risks are of having a cell phone, and why security is important, because it is important for them to know. I recommend creating a cell phone contract. I mentioned this earlier in the podcast between a child and parent. And if you don't think your child will understand the safety concerns or the contract, then they're not ready for a cell phone. Clear cut rules about when, where, how, and what the child can do with their mobile phones are important expectations to start right off the bat. A child should be mature enough to follow these rules and understand the safety precautions and handle the consequences if they don't abide to them. You should have access to all the communication, all the internet history, and pictures. And if they can't handle sharing this information, then it might mean that they're not ready and they should wait. Access to information and friends can be distracting. So you want to always make sure your child understands that school always comes first. I recommend that kids leave their phones out of their bedroom at night. And have a cutoff time for putting down this device. Now, you might not be very popular, but if you set those limits right in the beginning, it's going to be easier for them to follow. 
parents, caregivers. We should also take note about how we use our cell phones. If they look at their, if we look at our phones, right, while we're driving, during meals, for example, then the child is likely to do the same. And so if you're going to decide whether your child is ready for a phone or not, then you need to have ongoing conversations and be a good role model. You can also check out something called a phone-ready questionnaire to help decide whether your child's ready. It's a really cool 10-question tool developed by AT&T in collaboration with the American Academy of Pediatrics, and it helps you gauge your child's behavior, developmental maturity, and your family values to to calculate basically three recommendations. Are they ready? Are they almost ready or not ready? And based on those results, you'll get recommended next steps and resources to help you activate those parental control settings, create a family media plan, and access tips to help your child have a safe and positive experience. I can't say enough how important it is to just continue the conversation. If you and your child decide they're not ready for a phone, it's okay too. There can be ongoing conversation about your child's relationship with technology. You can continue to explore what kind of non-smartphone tech products are available to meet their social needs, as well as going along with other considerations. But if you do decide to get a phone for your child, make an effort to know what kind of features there are to support that safe and positive media use. Set these things up together with your kid and explain the reasons behind, as I mentioned, so that they really understand it's part of responsibility of having a cell phone. Family media use plans and modeling health phone habits are just two of the most important things to consider. Remember, kids learn as much from watching us as they do from our well-intended lectures. If you can try to balance your media use with free screen-free activities, they're going to find it easier to do the same. Now, as kids get older, don't be afraid to stress the importance of reminding your children about cell phone etiquette and expectation and abiding to those contract rules such as no texting and driving and talking with parents about any questions or concerns they have. If you think your child is ready, and you are too, be ready to buckle down. Having a smartphone is a privilege, so it's important that your child is emotionally ready to respect the freedom and rules that comes with it. Remember to set clear limits and responsibilities, check in daily with their uses, communicate regularly about risks and safety, set that contract, and make sure you know when they should or shouldn't use, make sure they know when they should or shouldn't use their phone and be consistent with these limits. I want to share with you the two things that I mentioned during the podcast. One was that 10 question tool, and the other was the family media plan. The links are in the show notes. I really hope. This has helped you consider to get a phone or not to get a phone. Remember, are they ready? 
Are they almost ready or are they not ready? Thank you for listening to me. And please follow wherever you like to listen to your shows, such as Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And let's grow up together.